As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next interview. I'm excited today about our guest, not only because... Michelle represents a brand that is so close to many of us in our hearts. You know, all of us know it, love it, herbivore clothing, just (laughs) only a cornerstone in our movement in the world, and obviously a must visit for anyone who is in the Portland, Oregon area. But I really love not just kind of what Herbivore Clothing stands for, but really the work that they've done over the years. Um, really just not only the amazing designs and inspirations, but also just how much you've given to our community. So I'm really excited today to kind of give everyone a little bit maybe more perspective on what you've been up to, what you've been up to personally, Michelle, and even from the business side, what um, Herbivore Clothing has been doing and how you've been not only pivoting, because that's one of the big things we love to talk about during these sessions, but also how 2020 has been for you and how you've continued to not only bring positive messages and vibes to us out here in the community, but how you've been responding to the headlines, um, whether it's social injustice that we're seeing, whether it's the pandemic, um, and whether it's the challenges we have here in the U.S. where politics seems to be dividing us as opposed to bringing us together. We just love, love, love to hear, you know, what's been going on in your world. And if we can pull back the curtain and hear about it, I think our audience would be super excited. So welcome, Michelle. And thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is super fun. And Gosh, just hearing your introduction there, I'm like, do we have all day? Because (laughs) there's a a lot going on. Um, It has definitely been quite a year. Um, We, uh, gosh, you know what? I have to close my window because there's a trash truck going by. I'm actually going to do a quick shout out. We already got some love. Todd has said he has been looking forward to this interview. Oh, Todd, you and I are in the same boat. I've been looking forward to it. So oh. I knew I was going to get a chance. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. So um, do you want to start with 2020 or do you want to give everyone a little bit of background? Maybe why don't we start with a little bit of background? Story? Okay. Um, so Herbivore started in the year 2002. Um, so this is our 18th year, which is crazy. Um, we started in 2002 as Herbivore Clothing. And then from 2003 to 2007, we also published a magazine. I don't know if you remember that, but we had Herbivore Magazine, I do. which it was very cool. And um, I think that there's some ish back issues on eBay somewhere, but, um, but then somewhere, right? It's, it's on the internet somewhere. We don't have it anywhere, but <laughs> that's another story. But, um, but, uh, 
you know, Herbivore Magazine stopped in 2007. So I just, you know, anybody that is still printing a magazine, I applaud you because that is a very, very tough business. Um, but we really decided to focus um, in 2007 on the clothing and just the brand and just veganism and making veganism look good and, and appealing and accessible. Um, and, you know, I was looking back at some numbers this morning um, to get ready for this. And we, it's kind of crazy. We are in, we've done like 85 designs since the year 2002. So a lot of, you know, the people remember Herbivore from, you know, from before I even had a kid. So it's just crazy. And she's 15 now. So um, we've been doing this for a long time and, um, we still every day get up and are like, feel fortunate that this is our work, um, to talk about veganism and to talk about animal rights and to make, make it look normal, make it look mainstream as we were mentioning before. Um, but there's still a lot of work to be done because people are still eating animals. So, <laughs> um, and, and, you know, the, um, over these years, the connection of veganism with other social justice movements, you know, we've talked about, you know, environmentalism and feminism. And now this year is just like, it's, um, you can really connect veganism to so many different movements and how it can, if we are talking to one another, we can really like lift all the rising tides, lift all boats. Right. So, um, you know, we're, we're still every day just as excited as we were back then, which is, um, either means that we are pretty simple <laughs> or that we really love what we do. And I, I think it's, um, I think we love what we do. I so. definitely think so. And also <laughs> I think it, it shows that you've gotten it right. You really have figured out as a lot of people say, you your North star, you've figured out kind of where to focus and where you can really drive change. And also I think just from the impact, I mean, you, we already have another shout out and love being shared as well from Laura. Thanks Laura Thank for saying hello from Bellingham. So I, I really think it has to do with how you've, you've touched so many people from, you know, the designs um, and the work you've done. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Gosh. It's, um, we do love what we do. So it's, it's kind of, it's crazy, but um, here, let me finish going through, cause I don't want to start talking about today. I want to give every, or just talk a little bit about our history a little bit more. Cause, um, it, it is, there is a lot of history with, um, when you've been doing something for 18 years. So, um, we have had a store since 2006 and we opened where we are now, which is what is the, called the vegan mini mall in 2007. And we're still there. Um, so that store has been there for 13 years and, um, that's kind of crazy. Um, we've seen the movement change so much and we've grown with it. I mean, I just, I think about, I think about, um, how much I've just learned about humans and animals and business and, you know, what's convincing and what's not, and, you know, what welcomes people and what pushes people away. And, um, and somehow we've, um, always been able to do a blend of that with our voice from messages like humane meat is yuppie bullshit, which is, you know, not the nicest, <laughs> but can be said to be true. Um, mm -hmm. or compassion is invincible, which is, you know, something that I truly believe. And I think that's one of the reasons why we can keep going on. It's like when, you know, when you look, I mean, just look at the world 
right now, every morning we all wake up and it's like a, a onslaught of negativity and stuff like that. And if I, if I let that get to me, it's going to affect my whole day. But if I just try to think about like this house that I live in, this family that I have, these are all the positive things. I have employees that are amazing that help us with our mission. I still have a store, you know, then I'm like, I really, it just like, I can fill myself up really quickly and then have a really, have a positive day where I do something good. Um, and that message can mean so much to an individual, but also to a movement, just like, you know, people are still eating animals. So we do still have this mission that we need to, you know, work on and create a bigger, you know, vegan world, if, if you will. Um, so I kind of lost track of what I was saying. <laughs> no, but I love that because you were giving us kind of the history, you were giving us the background and hearing that not only is it what you do, but you live your, you live the talk, you live it in your family, you keep it alive. And like you said, you start with kind of the center of not just getting kind of caught in the headlines and the whirlwind of what's going on and also the work that still needs to be done. The idea that there are still positives and great things happening. Great things are happening in our movement. We have to celebrate, remember those things, and then use that energy to keep moving the movement forward. So I think you said it beautifully. And I think it's, it's, it's so true from at least what I get to see as an outsider looking in. (laughs) We do. We are all very idealistic people. And, um, and I think that is probably one of the reasons why I was, Josh and I were attracted to each other. Josh is my husband and co-founder of herbivore. Um, it was actually his idea to call the company herbivore. And I was like, babe, people are going to think we're selling weed. And that was in 2001 or 2002. And not until like three years ago, did people actually start thinking that we were selling weed. (laughs) But, um, but, but yeah, we, um, you know, we have just always approached everything with this sense of like sort of idealism, um, and the willingness to work really hard. And we really believe in what we're doing. And I think that's, you know, led us to have a successful business and, you know, we're not afraid to make mistakes and we're not afraid to work hard. Um, and we don't, it's, we don't often ask for help. Um, but we, we try to make ourselves like, you know, relevant and, and fun and I don't, I want to be people, somebody that people want to hang out with. And that's what, and I, cause I love hanging out with people. So that's what our store is like, you know, you come in and, and you'll be welcomed and people will talk to you and we can't wait to share everything about Portland or about what we're doing. Um, and, and about where everybody can eat or sanctuaries they can go to or beautiful places to visit. So, um, you know, it's always herbivore. The store has always been that kind of, that kind of place. And, um, one of the things that that's happening now is that we don't have that store as much. We are open, but we don't have travelers. And so, you know, whereas there would have been, you know, 50 or a hundred people walking through the door last year on any given day in the summer. Now there's like maybe five. So it's a very different vibe. Um, I can imagine, yeah. And I also know you from traveling, going to VegFest and events yeah. as well. So, 
you know, taking that message from Portland and spreading it around with so much has changed this year. You know, yeah. many of us are used to you coming into our communities as well and, and miss that. Right. I know. And it's, it's, we always used to joke every day is VegFest in Portland before, because it kind of is right. I mean, it really can be. Um, and we, it's so weird to have not gone anywhere this year. Like there, you know, we have, there have been no events and that just feels funny. And now, now it's extra funny because people aren't coming to us either. But um, as you and I were talking about before the start, we sort before we started recording, like bringing together people in environments like this with cameras and technology, and then we can save this and share it on across all these different platforms. That's what we have now. So that's what we're rocking with. And it's working for me because I see your smile and I love it. Um, and then one thing that I love is picking up the phone now and calling people. So, and writing postcards and sending letters to people. So like getting together that way, that's kind of what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> and it yeah. And I think it's good because it's teaching us to, to use all the resources to reach out to people. It's teaching yeah. us to take the time because before I think we got so wrapped up into, I got to get this done. I got to get, and we almost got into that habit of, I don't have time to do these things that I feel like now I'm starting to re-examine time and where do I want to put my time? Oh, amen. And, you know, I always try to say, cause I don't want to like, um, I'm, I'm trying and I have been for years to not be busy, right? Like in America, we have this idea that the busier we are, the better we are. It's some kind of, or, you know, the more work we have to do, you know, and it, it supposedly says something about us as a person. Um, and I want to, don't want to buy into that. I want to like make good choices and spend my time wisely so that I can be with my friends, be with my family, be with my pets, you know, do whatever other things I want to do in my life. So it's like making time now for the important things, whether it's connecting with other business people like this, or making sure I make time to go to my actual store and put a mask on and talk with my employees in person. Cause we do this, we do digital all the time since the store is so small, you know, we can't all be there together because uh, then you can't have any customers in. So it's like, you just have to make everything work in a different way. Um, yes. And, but you know, as long as we can still connect with one another, it feels really good. I so. think that's really, really important. So before we dive into what you've been doing in 2020, I just wanted to bring up, Teresa was just giving you some shout outs um, Teresa had been to the mini mall, so she was mentioning that. And also, um, she's been to a couple of the veg fest that you've probably been to as well. I always love it when, as we're chit chatting, everyone's chiming in. Yeah. So let's give everyone a look at what 2020 has been like for you. Where and what has herbivore clothing been doing? How have you been responding? How have you been, have you been navigating your way? Yeah. So we started the year, um, you know, it's as a, as a website and this brand, and then we also have our retail store and they're, they're, they're one and the same, but it's different when you have a store that's brick and mortar, you know, people walking in. Um, so we, you know, we started off the year at January was great, which is often kind of weird when January is good. You're like, Ooh, I'm excited. This is going to be a good year. Lots of people coming through. Um, and we, um, we started the year by creating a partnership with a group called Vegan Strong, which is a vegan um, fitness and bodybuilding, um, like they're a nonprofit that 
basically promotes veganism as a way to for people to get into weightlifting and bodybuilding and you know that kind of world is very meat centric and so all these ethical vegans are out there you know talking about their vegan muscle and it's kind of amazing how many people are in that in that world mm-hmm. so we started a partnership with them where we were going to make their merch for them and then they travel around and they go to all these events and they talk about it with all the hundreds of thousands of people. And, um, and then we sent out like 15 boxes of merchandise to them and then the world closed and we had all this stuff and this partnership that we were going to start, you know, getting those customers happy, right. Introducing them to herbivore, introducing the vegan strong community to herbivore, um, and, and us to them. So that was the first thing that was very different. We've never, had anyone else's merchandise like t-shirts or anything like that on our website. Um, so we started with that and it's been great because those customers, some of them were maybe already herbivore people, but a lot of them weren't. And so it's, we've been able to expose, you know, expose our, um, our ideas and projects to one another. So that's been great. I love that because I think, a lot of times when we're running businesses, you know, the, the business itself is always on the solo project. So when you get a chance to collaborate with others, and like you said, each brand is being able to bring new people kind of to the party in a sense. Um, it really is a unique opportunity sometimes, and sometimes an opportunity that you never know where that collaboration can go. Well, it's, completely changed the way that we thought it was going to work. And we're doing all these new products and all these new you know, things for people that, because now gym people can't go back to their gyms or a lot of them can't in some, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, we're creating stuff for that and then they're able to get it to their, to their community. So it's, that has been wonderful because it also kept my employees working because, you know, herbivore, the store was like shut and, yeah. and we had to stop from welcoming people in our doors and focused specifically on our website. So um, we also added shoes to our website. We had begun a few years ago selling shoes, Mm -hmm. um, which is a huge endeavor. And um, we immediately just like focused on getting all the shoes online. And the many of them are still on there all at an amazing discount. Go buy some shoes. <laughs> Go buy some shoes, everybody. <laughs> um, so we, we, you know, we were able to work on that. Um, and that has been great to have the shoes online. Um, before people like write it. So, you know, everything happened so quickly um, in March. We, we saw, you know, some people starting to wear masks and we have um, after 18 years of being a t-shirt company, um, I, I have quite a t-shirt collection. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. And we know some people that are, you know, handy, crafty can sew. Mm-hmm. And so we made a couple of batches of masks using herbivore, old herbivore t-shirts. This was, you know, right at the beginning in like late March, early April. Mm-hmm. And they were done as fundraisers. We did a fundraiser for um, a sanctuary here called Odd Man Inn. And we okay. raised over a thousand dollars for them. And then we did it again a couple of weeks later and raised about a thousand dollars for Wildwood Farm Sanctuary. And yes. it was just, you know, like those days we were, that was, you know, everybody was literally staying inside you know, not going to the group, not going anywhere. Our store was just shut. There was paper over the windows. Um, 
And we were like, we just have to do something. And we, you know, put this together and got fabric to sewers and got the masks and then sold them and sent them out and donated the money. And it felt so good just to do something. Cause those were the days when like people didn't even have, um, like one, two of the women that run these sanctuaries are both, um, one of them is a vet tech and one of them is a, uh, an emergency room nurse. Okay. For Mm -hmm. We were like, we don't have PPE at our clinics because this was such a, it was right in those days. Yeah. We were able to like get them money and get them, get masks to people and donate masks to some of the vet techs and the nurses. I mean, it's like they were literally using herbivore masks. It's crazy. That's the kind of, that's a, that's kind of thing you dream of sometimes, you know, it can happen. Yeah. And just people, you know, we, you know, we raise the money and we, and we give it all away. And it's like, you just make a difference. It, it makes a difference so quickly for someone else. And the, what you get back from that is, I mean, I think that's one of the things that keeps us going. So, so that was one of our first big, you know, the vegan strong and then shoes and then masks. Um, and I, remember- I feel like we had to make all those decisions so quickly. Did you feel oh. like you were juggling. Did you feel like you had clarity? How did you, how did you feel at the time? That's a really great question. Um, so Josh is my, like I said, my husband and we do everything together and we have a fantastic working relationship. We, um, we get along very well and our, my skills are not his. So we're a great, um, great pair because, you know, I can do what he can't and he can do what I can't. So we just, you know, but but at the same time, we come from the same place. So we just make a decision and then we divide and conquer. And it's like, what, you know, I'm going to do this and you're going to do this. And it, and it comes together. And we would just sit every morning and like literally, you know, wake up at six o'clock in the morning. And we live on a busy street in the middle of Portland. And like, it was dead quiet. There's no buses going by. Cause you know, this is like March, April, the yeah. world just shut and we would just sit there in the morning and drink coffee and like make plans for the day and then just go for it. Like, you know, get up out of our chairs at eight o'clock, get dressed and like, just go for it. <laughs> and, you know, and just, you know, watch the world go by, um, mm-hmm. from inside. And, um, we just, we tend to make a decision pretty quickly and then make it happen. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. I, if I have a doubt, then I don't, then it's not a good idea. You know, okay. I, I'm, we're very much like we feel it and then we go for it. Good. And I like that. Cause you know, it, yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes as business owners, it's easy to get caught in the feeling and you just stay in the feeling mode. You're like, maybe should I, could I, should I? And then the next day is, could I, should I? <laughs> and yeah. you're like, Oh no, I'm a week down <laughs> and oh, not acting. So I love to hear that you're, you're able to think it, plan it and go for it. So we go for it. And if we can't, if we're not certain, then it's like, okay, we have to step away from this right now and come back to it another time. And, you know, um, go for long walks and talk about it and figure it out because that's, you know, just changing the, my environment, changing the room I'm in can, you know, whatever it can often just help you make a decision. So, but it's also good to know when something's not right <laughs> and to just say, no, not a good idea. <laughs> but I think it's so important as business owners and people who maybe are watching this is how important it is to try and test things that everything doesn't have to be perfect. 
everything doesn't have to be something that you know, works out from the standpoint that every idea may not be the most financially viable idea. But sometimes it's that process of trying and testing and testing your gut and, and really getting comfortable with the idea that, you know, for growth to happen, you have to do, you can't just plan. I think it's something that a lot of business owners kind of have to be nudged into action. They have to realize you have to act. I think that you're absolutely right. And I think sometimes we err on the opposite side. We act sometimes before we plan. <laughs> we get very excited and we're we're very much doers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's sometimes it's kind of like, oh man, I should have thought that out a little bit better. But if you don't make a mistake, then what? You know, I mean, it's I always say like some of the best decision in my life, things that wound up being the best decision I ever made were some of, came from one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made, like without a doubt, you know, yeah. something that I didn't think through or that was a mistake led me to something that changed the course of my life for it, for the better. So, um, I'm a big proponent of admitting when you're wrong and, you know, I'm sorry. That's, those are words that we all need to know how to say. And it's, um, I think the world could use a little bit more of that. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about more of the things you've been doing in 2020. Especially, let's talk maybe about that email that you guys have put out. If anyone is not on the email list, please sign up. You've got to get on our email list. So I think it was middle of January. It was 34 weeks ago. um, We started something called the Vegan High Five. And... It was because 2019 was a rough year and we were like, everybody needs some good news, just something good. And so the idea was like, oh yeah, like a high five, you know, just like, like just, you know, something good. And then it was like, well, we could do an email of five things that are good every week. And so that is what we've been doing. And this is going to be the 34th week. Um, and it's called the vegan high five. And it's everything from like a ridiculous video of a, you know, a cute dog video or like, you know, a baby seal being licked by a dog. Maybe, I don't know, like, <laughs> or a recipe or, um, you know, often it's like ridiculous things of our pets, our dogs, um, and, or our kid or just something, you know, a TV show, anything positive that makes us laugh or makes us smile or this just that brings goodness into the world. That's the high five. And we send it every Friday. And um, we've also started sending a buy five, which is out on every Tuesday, which are five things that are on our website that are awesome that you should probably know about. And um, we also send it. Oh, go ahead. And I was going to say, you know, because I'm always trying to get people to think about the business side of being vegan, you know, the idea of being a professional that like, I love that you are also not shy about doing the buy five. I think a lot of people get nervous about, should I do the sales? How should I do it? And I think it's so important that we remember in business. And like you said, being in business allows you to employ people. Being in business allows you to do fundraisers for others. So it's so important that we keep our business hats on during these times that we don't just kind of shrink back and say, I don't want to do anything because I don't want to do anything wrong. But it's so important that we give, we put the positive out there and we still run a business. And I don't know if you want to add to any of that. It's just that I love when, when I see others do it because I think it's so important to highlight. 
Yes. And I could not agree with you more because if I don't, if I don't have a successful business, then my two full-time employees um, don't have jobs and a job that pays a living wage that, you know, my store manager can buy a house with her husband. I mean, like these are, you know, we're not getting rich on herbivore by any means, but it's like, this is the world we live in. It is a capitalist society. We have, we, we can vote with our dollar. We do vote with our dollar. And so when you spend money at herbivore, you're spending your money at a place where has, that has the ethics that you also have. And it allows us to do good things. And we, we talk about in the five, the, the high five that it's not a sales email, but like, I'm like, well, we make the rules. We can break the rules. And like a couple of weeks ago, we were like, well, we're breaking the rules because we want you to buy this, this fundraiser t-shirt because we're raising money for all of these different groups. And we, um, are having an amazing racial justice fundraiser right now. And we've raised almost $15,000 already. So you could be the person that makes it 15,000 because we still have some shirts available from four different artists and they're at our website, urbanworkclothing.com. And we're giving money to Don't Shoot PDX, which is a local grassroots organization um, to the NAACP and to an organization called BEAM that focuses on mental health care for black Americans. So it's really it's like just to be able to give money to these groups is amazing. And, um, and course- I love how you're, you've leaned into what you do best and what you're known for. I think a lot of times when we're trying to figure out how do we act, what do we do, especially when issues like this come up, you know, when things about, you know, just the, the injustice is happening in the mm-hmm. world and sometimes how much it breaks our hearts that we can't figure out what to do next. I really love the project that you put together because not only in your project are you in your amazing realm of the idea of amazing shirts and design, but Mm -hmm. I love that you worked with artists. So you were featuring and highlighting those artists. I love that you brought that together with the movement and said, okay, we're going to use these proceeds to actually give to these organizations. And I think a lot of times people think they have to kind of have like an outer body experience to, to drive change. And the idea is that you can do it in the world that you have some, wow. you know, some persuasion in. This is what, and this is what we do best, right? We can design shirts. We can get them printed. We can get them, get them made. We can get the stickers and the art prints. And we have all of the apparatus to ship it and to get it to you safely and quickly. And we can do that and make the most money to give away. Like I am like, if you need something done on a budget, I am your gal because I can like, I'm going to find every single way to pinch the penny so that the most money is going to go to these groups. And, you know, it's like when, just like the reason that we started herbivore, it's like, I'm vegan and I want the world to know about the injustice of animals. So I'm going to wear it on a t-shirt. And um, that's what I want to make my life about is sharing this message on t-shirts because this is America and that's what we do. Right. So George Floyd is killed and we're like freaking gutted and it's horrible. And everybody's going through these out of body experiences and self-examination and all of this stuff in our worlds and in our minds and our hearts. And we're like, we want to help. What can we do? Make (laughs) t-shirts. So, you know, Josh found these super amazing artists, typographers. Um, There's a, a 
two artists. One is Simone Wilder. One is Crystal Marshall. They're both typographers and designers. Um, they're both American women. And then Nick Massani is, I think, an American, but he lives in France. And he's also a typographer. And then a designer here from Portland named Lisa Congdon. Those are the artists that we worked with. And they have totally different styles. They donated their art. I mean, these are people that this is their job. This is worth a lot just to have these designs and that they trusted us so that we could raise money. And they're like so excited about the project too, which is exciting and, and honoring for us that they would give us this opportunity. So it's, yeah, do what you do best. Make t-shirts. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, as people are watching this, as people are hearing your story, do you have any advice for people as they start to think about what the rest of 2020 should be and how we move into 2021? Do you have any thoughts or any recommendations for any individuals that are still struggling, still adjusting, or had some success, but they're trying to figure out their next path forward for the rest of the year. Any thoughts or recommendations for them? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I think that what I would say to anybody that's just struggling or just living right now, it's like every single day, approach every day on its own and do your best that you can that day and reach out to people and talk to people and ask for help um, or just be supportive. And just try to come at things with through a lens of being open and not being judgmental. That's something that I have to work on. We all do. And, um, and just, you know, this moment in the world is, you know, everyone talks about it being so unprecedented, but at the end of the day, we're all just people still here doing our living our own individual lives. And so what, how I treat my daughter, how I treat my husband, how I treat my friends and what I, what I get out of those relationships and what I give to them. Um, that's really what I have every single day. And from that, it'll just, the good or the bad will multiply. And I really, I mean, that sounds kind of simplistic, but I don't know, that's, it's kind of what's kept me going because it's sometimes I'm just looking at these four walls and, and it feels, um, it feels so different, but, um, then I can have a connection with somebody and it just changes my whole mood or, you know, it makes everything better. So, um, that's what I would say. And just don't forget to be idealistic. I mean, don't let this bull crap get you down. I mean, and when it does just call it out for what it is and then, you know, find somebody to agree with you. (laughs) Then you'll feel a little bit better. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's good sometimes to have those reminders because with all of the news, the challenges, the, you know, anxiety that a lot of people are feeling is getting transferred around. We're like kind of passing it around like a, as they would say, like a hot potato Yeah, that we have to get reminded that, you know, don't pass that potato to the next person. (laughs) Don't pass the potato. Don't take the bait. And and, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful that I like find a lot of joy in really simple things. Um, you like, you know, like sounds ridiculous, but like ice water on a hot day, like, oh my God, cold water is, you know, amazing. Or just walking the dogs and looking, watching the dog smile as he's running, like just finding a moment in that moment. I, I there's a lot of joy and I just, I seize on that. And I've been like that my whole life. I've just always been like, I'm going to make the best of it because here I am. 
And it doesn't mean I don't have days that are bad, but, um, you know, I've, I'm lucky that way. Um, and I try to remember that, um, and try to just stay positive because people are watching and, um, whether it's on our Instagram stories or what we say, you know, to somebody in the grocery store, um, just to be the person who says something kind or says an extra thank you, or actually looks in somebody's eyes when they're talking to them and just make people feel seen. And that feels really great. I agree. So. I so agree. I'm just going to put item on the screen. Patricia said, loved it. And then I just reached for my drink. My husband brought this in while we were doing our live session. Aww. It's actually cold. You can see the sweat probably on it. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point about the things that just delight us, you know, it, it's him just thinking of me, knowing that I'm on these calls, I'm doing these things and I'm running from meeting to meeting. I'm probably hungry. I, I could use something I could sip on really quick. And to me, those are the things I think sometimes in life we forget to cherish. We forget oh. to recognize and remember, even though it may seem small and it may seem like, well, he's my husband. Wouldn't he do nice things for me? You know, he didn't have to do that. No, but he thought yeah. of you while you weren't there. And then he said, what might she need right now? And it just, it makes such a difference and you feel better. And then you're going to be in a better mood and you're going to pass that on, you know, it's absolutely, it's, it's, just, like, it's yeah. Well, it's, the other day, um, a cookie, we started selling cookies from sweet pea bakery, which is next to us. Yes. 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 We, so I'm like, you know, well, okay, we got cookies. People can't come to sweet pea, So we'll get the cookies. And, um, and one of them, the package like didn't get sealed. And we were like, Oh, dang it. So now we got to fix inventory. So we don't oversell cookies. And then I was like, well, who wants half a cookie? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to have to eat it. Yeah. It <laughs> that is how, that's how life is sometimes, right. you know, you have to, have to, have to bring a cookie with somebody every once in a while. <laughs> the damaged goods. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I have one last question, even I know we're going a little bit over, but I don't know. Tell me if you want to answer this or not, but you know, as we're going into the fall, we're starting to think about the holidays for a lot of more retail like businesses like yourself. The holidays are big times for sales, for growth and so forth. And this year is so different. This year feels different. I mean, even with stores, you know, making announcements that they're even going to be closed on, you know, days like Thanksgiving, which is kind of blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know about yours. Are you looking at this holiday season differently? Are you preparing differently? I'm just... Just curious yeah. if anyone else is kind of thinking, I know it sounds weird, like we're in August thinking about November, but this it's is the right not, time to really start thinking about it. It's not weird at all. And actually, it reminded me of something you asked me a moment ago, just about um, talking about sales and and the fact that, you know, that it's a, we still have to, you know, business must go on, right? This is what the world has to, we still have to have to conduct our business in, in order to survive. And um, we are thinking about sales because, the year stinks, to be honest with you, you know, like, it, it's just, it's not good. And it's the worst year we've had in 10 years, you know, so or more. So um, we're definitely thinking about it. And we're thinking about things that people want and need, because we want to be able to provide them the opportunity to buy that from a, a vegan business. So, you know, we brought the cookies in and now we sell um, things like soy curls and some really nice heirloom beans. We're doing, you know, bringing some pantry items in, but um, we have this line of like um, scarves and hats and stuff that we've sold for years. And 
you know, I know people are still going to want scarves and hats and because they could use it as a little mask or it's like a little bit of an accessory that feels good. And you can see it on your zoom call, um, which we're still going to be doing in December. And, um, you know, but we're just, we're just having to buy less and be way more lean and, and be a lot more adaptive quickly the way that we do our buying and in for the store. Um, but something that I want to mention is that the, you know, supporting small businesses, whether it's mine or a a, a store in your town, wherever you are, and buying from a small business whenever you can and not buying from Amazon or Walmart or Target whenever you can. I mean, we all are going to buy from those stores too. I get that. But, um, you know, supporting a small business because that small business employs local people and it buys from other small businesses, it makes a huge difference. The companies that are making the most money right now are Amazon and Walmart. And those are not companies that care about us as individuals, those are not companies that care about animals. If you're a, a vegan, you know, an ethical vegan for, for animals. Um, but small vegan businesses and small businesses in your town are places where you should spend your money and that it will, that because those things support what you are all about. And when I, you know, when I think about what has happened to my company because of the virus, and then I hear that like, you know, Amazon and Target's sales are like, over a thousand percent growth. And I look at mine and I look at the percentage of growth and it's down because I don't have a store. Yes. You know, that's, that is another kind of injustice. That's like, that is so screwed up. Like, why are they getting richer? The richest guy is getting richer. And here we are, you know, yeah. trying to stay, trying to make it work, you know, trying, trying to make it work, work. Yeah. trying to make veganism look good. And he's like, <laughs> so you know, it's, um, all of those things go into like when we, all of those ideas and thoughts happen before we pick a product to put on our website and to put on the shelf and it, everything has to have a purpose and a, and a reason and come from a good place. And, um, so that has value and we, you know, the, the, the difference that it makes when people spend their dollars with somebody like me or, you know, Andy from Compassion Co or Vegan Power Co or Mooshoes in New York. It, I mean, it makes such a difference to us. And I guarantee you that Jeff Bezos won't know if you don't order it on Amazon. <laughs> so, Like you said, it's just, it's important for us to put our money where our beliefs are. Oh. It's important to support and it's important to support kind of businesses, especially like yourself, I mean, you're, you've been, you've transcended into like the institution, you know I mean? You've, you've, you're a part of history in a sense. And it's so important that we keep that alive. It's so important that we support, we are there for, we're rallying behind you. Um, and also, you know, it's just, it's important for us to just be, continue to be a community, even though we're social distanced, even though we may not feel as connected, we can still act as a community. And one way of doing that is acting and voting with your dollars. Yeah, it's true. And we want to earn it. You know, it's not like, you know, nobody's looking for handouts and, and the, um, so it's, it's like telling our story, you know, we want, we want you all to know how much, we, how much it means to us and how much we love the work, but, and, but also that it's valid work and that it, we deserve, we deserve the business, you know, because we are doing good with the dollars that we make. Um, and, you know, 
just putting this mission out there to the world. Like, let's just be nice to one another for crying out loud. And that includes animals. Absolutely. Could have said it better or positioned it better with the be kind behind you. Our new freebie sticker. If you've ever bought anything from us, you know, you always get a free sticker when you buy. And this is a, before they're cut, they're on a big sheet like this. So our printer, um, Andy at diesel fuel, he always gives us some of the sheets. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that yellow is everything. And I want that in a frame. <laughs> yes, it's like a little bit of sunshine in a frame. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, Michelle, I know I kept you so much longer than originally planned, but I really appreciate you spending a little extra time with me, a little extra time with our audience, sharing your story, sharing your background. Even I snuck in that piece about the retail and the holiday season because I think it's really important. And I'm so glad we had a chance to talk about how important it is to support um, not just small businesses, but our vegan businesses, you yeah. know, that it's, it's really important that we sometimes go out of our way. Sometimes we pay the shipping cost. you know, it's important. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad. We, oh my gosh. Don't even get me going on shipping. Yeah. Save the USPS. Send them a postcard. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. We could do a whole another session. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I wanted to well, say thank you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say thank you to you for the opportunity and the time. You're just, I love talking with you and, uh, and your, your good questions. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, let's make sure everyone has the website, social media, email, anything they need to get in touch with you. Herbivoreclothing.com is where you can go. You can sign up on our email list there. And our Instagram is our most active social media and it's at herbivoreclothing. And I do lots of cooking videos and share our, my family life on there a little bit. Um, and funny goings on about Portland. Um, and yeah, com. sign up. We are redoing our website again in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, things will always be fresh. So. Nice. Nice to know be fresh. And also let's make sure people jump on there and get some of those shirts from your campaign. Um, and also just continue to, you know, support you. So thanks again for having you. Thank you everyone who's watched us live. I know some of you will be listening to this as a recorded session. I really appreciate it. Feel free to post a question in the comments or any type of response. We will make sure we get it over to Michelle if we need Michelle's expert response. Or if we can handle it or get into Michelle's shoes, we will respond as well. But we really appreciate everyone out there. You can watch this, whether you're watching it online or you're watching as part of our podcast. We really appreciate you listening and we appreciate the likes and the loves. So feel free to load us up with some of those hearts and likes and loves because it's a great way for us to know that you enjoy these segments and enjoy these features. So Michelle, I don't know if you have anything else to add. Otherwise, we will wrap up today. No, thank you. That's all I have to say. I appreciate it so much. Great. Thank you. And thank you everyone who watched. Take care. Bye. Bye.